Welcome to Creativity, the podcast where art and engineering collide. I'm here, I'm Jeremy S. Cook, and I'm here with my partner, Max Maker, and we've got some excellent guests on here today. Can you, can you maybe uh, tell us a little bit about, about them, Mike? Or Mike, Max? <laughs> yeah. We've got Mike and Ryan here, the two guys from Florida that are brothers. They look at rockets exploding in the sky, and they're working on restoring a very old lathe. <laughs> yeah. Are we? I feel like oh, that's, man, that's. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like two-year-old information at this point. <laughs> We've given up on that. Well, okay. okay. Well, uh, Mike and Ryan, I guess you guys are first brothers. Um, you guys restored. We're working on a lathe at one point, but now you're. You guys are doing some other stuff. So what's what's going on in your lives now? Yeah, um, we're, we've got we always have three or four projects running at the same time. Uh, I think the big one that that people know us for at the moment is a CNC conversion. We're uh, we're working on converting a Precision Matthews 940M to CNC. Uh, we've got full Technic uh, servos uh, running Mach three. That's a whole story in itself. Uh, <laughs> we kind of had a fight with Mach 4 and uh, I think we won I'm not sure um, I remember 10 years ago I was wondering like oh, should I get Mach 3 but Mach 4 is coming out very soon yeah yep. and, <laughs> and it's, no, it's no, not you're ready struggling with it yeah it's not I'm pretty it's sure it's the same software as, as yeah. it was 10 years ago so you're okay yeah <laughs> uh, other than that, what have we got going on? We've we've been having a lot of little projects. Uh, I think the the big news that's coming out of our channel at the moment is that we're we're going to start a whole new venture, a new engineering uh, company, uh, and the YouTube channel is going to kind of catalog what it takes to go from a, a prototype or a concept of an idea into a fully, you know, medium production. Uh, sort of sales uh, i think yeah. i can say that better uh, yeah to to go from you know something that is nothing but a concept all the way into a manufactured product yeah there's there's this huge gap between a prototype that you you know build one off of and then uh you know an actual production and, and we're talking even small to medium production stuff uh you know between 100 and 10,000 units, let's say, of something. Mm -hmm. And there's just this really, really big gap between, you know, you build one thing and it's like, oh, this this works great, you know, but you, you don't think of all the little things you had to do to make it work in the meantime that just don't apply to mass manufacturing. Yeah. Nice. Not to so, mention all so the... Now just, just to make sure you guys are, your, your channel is Physics Anonymous. So is there going to be another channel or is it still going to be under that It's going to be under Physics Anonymous. The The engineering company is called Flux Engineering. Um, so that's going to be sort of our, our retail persona. But all of the documentation about uh, that, that process of going through production will still be on Physics Anonymous. And, nice. and that's that's also good for tax reasons because my tax attorney told me, like, if your YouTube doesn't make a lot of revenue soon, uh, the tax agency could say, oh, this is just your hobby. Then I would have to pay back all the money that I, well, from all my machines. So now I have to incorporate it more, basically. Oh, wow. So it's more of my oh, main yeah. business. Yeah, so, I don't think we have that problem in America. Our, our policy is usually to, uh, you know, run businesses at a loss until you become Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be amazed if you if you look at the tax stuff on on like Twitter and Instagram and all these, you know, you think they're billion dollar companies, they're evaluated at billion dollar companies, but they they report losses every year. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Tesla is four quarters in for being profitable. They're when, saying this. they're saying. <laughs> hey, hey, Max, I, I don't believe it got, one bit. Heard you got some new uh, red shorts. Is that is that correct? Yes, very short shorts. <laughs> oh man! Oh, nice. is Max a Tesla short? I, I uh, you're on the wrong I, end I, of the thing. If that's the case, we'll, we'll, should we set up a? We're gonna have to set up a GoFundMe for Max. He's, yeah. he's, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I I didn't mean to go there exactly. I just saw they they came out with those actual literal shorts. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw that yes. or not. Yeah, we did the the, the red short shorts. Yeah. But, uh, I like the cars. It's just I don't think that the company is supposed to be worth more than Toyota or all of the other American car companies combined or more gonna, than VW and to, BMW combined. We'll have to yeah. get into a political debate if we go too far into that, Max. I think uh, that's I'll, I'll tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about your president. <laughs> oh, you're breaking. We're going through a tunnel, Max. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we were going to talk about... Um, Alan Bradley or something licensing too is that right? When 
Never mind. Never there was mind. another podcast we had where we started talking about that, and the person we had on wasn't, you know, uh, understandably he wasn't wanting to talk about that because he was in sales <laughs> and stuff. So. so let's get back to your business. Are you actually going to manufacture stuff, or are you just going mm -hmm. to help people to set up their manufacturing? Yeah. So the business, the way it's, it's split up at the moment, is we do a lot of contract work uh, for people that need prototypes of of their ideas. Um, but we're also working on our own products. Uh, the first one will be announced in just a week or two. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. It's a simple something thing. For the but workshop? It's, something for the it, workshop? It's, 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 yeah, it's something really for, for makers in general um, and sort of the everyday carry group as well. Um, You're making a knife. We are making a knife. Oh, no. um, <laughs> now, I know, I know that's like the standard thing to do as a YouTube maker these days. But um, Yeah, I, I designed one for Jimmy DeResta. He still hasn't come around to making it. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's why we're doing it in-house. We're, we're, we're going to do as much of the manufacturing as possible in-house. It, it's going to greatly depend on the numbers that we get back from the Kickstarter. Um, but you know, if, if we get a hundred, we're going to make them totally in house. If we get a thousand, there's a split. If we get if something insane happens and we get, you know, 50,000 orders, then we're going to have to do something else entirely. But so, uh, so are you guys running a Kickstarter right now? It, it's going to be launched in, like I said, about two weeks, uh, okay, two, nice. two to three weeks. So we're, it's we're just, just finishing up the filming. Out. Okay. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, well, can well you, can after, somebody... after we're late, it should be about two weeks after that. So. Right, <laughs> right. Well, as of now, I mean, let's just say we did get this out on time for once. Um, is there somewhere somebody can go to get like, you know, get on an email list or something for, with you guys to make sure they can know about about this endeavor? Yeah, we can set that up. Uh, if you go to physicsanonymous.com, um, we'll, we'll create a page there for for the early, early access. Otherwise, um, if the Kickstarter is up and running when this launches, maybe you can put that link in the podcast itself. You know, yeah. if you're watching this, uh, if you're listening to this anyway, you might as well subscribe to all of our channels where you probably will get some announcements for the upcoming <laughs> secret project of Physics Anonymous. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, yeah. So def definitely do that. Well, that's... that's and uh... speaking of knives, uh, we should give a shout out to... Yeah, Gabe Hathaway at uh, Hathaway Knives. We, uh, you know, we talked to him uh, a couple weeks ago, but we weren't able to. Yeah, some stuff happened. We just weren't able to use the podcast. But he, <laughs> you know, he seems like a really nice guy and makes some some really quality, high quality knives as well. So, awesome you know, if you're CNC into machine knives, CNC machine knives. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're the kind of person that thinks, you know, this new knife from uh, Physics Anonymous will be awesome, this this knife from Gabe Hathaway at Hathaway Knives is his Saros looks pretty pretty cool they're, too. They're like so. Like like jewelry of knives, they cost awesome. three hundred dollars, uh, I think. The jewelry oh, of knives. Well, we we won't yeah. be in the same market, so there's there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, I think it's uh, the 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 knife market is pretty open ended, and we're trying something that I think is going to be pretty different from what most of the knife manufacturers are doing. Oh, yeah, that would be different, uh, difficult. Yeah. Cool. Can yeah. You give a, can you give us a hint? This sounds really. Yeah. Really interesting. Sure. Um, do you know what a, a number 12 exacto blade is? Number 11. 11, sorry. Like number 11. Yeah. The, the tiny ones. The tiny ones. Yep. It's going to be based around that. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Well, I'm I mean, very you guys curious on, on your <laughs> take on this. Definitely have to check out the Kickstarter when that comes out because obviously we want, yeah. you know, if you want to know, then that's how you know because. You know, I, I'm on the edge of saying, oh, I'm going to get one because you might charge 150 bucks for it, in no. which case my girlfriend will say, oh, we, we might as well buy something else for that. Yeah. Can we <laughs> announce the retail price? Have we settled on that? Uh, I think we're still having that, that debate based on some manufacturing stuff. but uh, It'll be a th a likely less than a third of what you just said. Okay, then I'm getting one. Then I'm in, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you should just uh, if, if, you, send them a if you pay the, sh pay the shipping for it. Germany, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are you going to do like a drop shipping with somebody in Germany or Europe? No, we, I will probably be toting those things to the mailbox myself. Um, we ship, I don't know, probably about three or four things a month out to Germany right now, anyway, with the photon brackets. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Ooh, sp speaking of, of uh, merch. 
Lord. We're just here to plug things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. This is our this is gonna be our month of, of completely selling out. So let's just <laughs> let's just get it all out of the way. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. We've got we just uh, signed up with Redbubble. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. They're they're the, one of these companies that you give them some designs and they'll print it on absolutely anything. So uh, if you're if you're familiar with our channel, you're familiar with the Death Metal Unicorn DMU for short. And we've we've been having a ton of people ask for Death Metal Unicorn t-shirts. So not only will we be able to get a Death Metal Unicorn t-shirt, you'll be able to get a coffee mug or a shower curtain, or if you're really strange, a bedspread. So go nuts. <laughs> wow. That, hey, that'd be a, you know, Max, I know you said you've got a girlfriend now, but I, I thought you were engaged. So, you know, maybe that'd be a good wedding present for you guys if, you know, if and when you guys, yeah. when you guys. Nice. Yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Death metal unicorn bed bed spread, uh, bed spreads. It is. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be the perfect accent of the honeymoon. I'm sure. I yeah. Don't <laughs> don't think of us. It's, uh... it's actually quite difficult to plan at the moment with this whole virus going around. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't oh, know yet man. when we should get married or if that will even be possible. So, yeah, that's a that is a tough situation. Um, so you are officially... those that already planned it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to cancel everything, I guess. No, no, we got engaged in February, so. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. uh, maybe a totally virtual wedding. It is. <laughs> yeah, on Zoom. There you go. <laughs> we'll be cheaper. There you go. <laughs> you, you know, I actually uh, actually went to a wedding three weeks ago. It was delayed from like a month or two before that, I guess they just decided to go ahead and do it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It was fine. It was, you know, I probably wouldn't, you know, everybody had masks on and stuff and I was actually one of the groomsmen. So it was, I don't know, you know, you're standing up there with no mask on and actually it was, uh, it was lightning out that day too. So, you know, I'm from Tampa and as you, as you guys know, Mike and Ryan, it's lightning's a lot here, you know, kind of, little paranoid about that so you know it's all this thunder is coming this lightning's coming down corona's in the air it was <laughs> anyway very romantic yeah, yeah. i gotcha yeah <laughs> it was uh anyway but uh nobody got my wife and i didn't get sick although my wife did get tested and she uh came back negative so that was that's good that was yeah. good that's very a positive good. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums up all of Florida's, you know, we've just sort of gone, well, okay, we've had it long enough. We're just going to keep doing these things anyway. And uh, it's working out great for us. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, totally fine. No, Nothing is, to uh, see here. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see well, how you know, this goes. I, in, in March, I started to have like breathing difficulties for yeah. no apparent reason and uh, feeling like I, I need to take really deep breaths sometimes. Uh, even though I'm not e really ex exerting myself. And I also mm -hmm. measured like the, the uh, SpO2, which is like the oxygen in your blood. You can measure it with a little like $10 yep. device. And it was all, always fine, like at 96% or 98%. And the heart rate wasn't up. Uh, nothing was, was up, basically. So I went to some doctors and everybody said, well, you're, you're fine. Went to the lung doctor and the heart doctor and general practitioner. And, and yesterday I saw somebody who was talking about like, late um uh, symptoms from from covid from from covid where you didn't have any symptoms at the time and she described basically the same thing so either i'm going a little bit crazy and i'm thinking that i might have been ill even though i wasn't or i might have had it and i don't even uh, didn't even notice it back then without any symptoms at all mm -hmm. so yeah i think i'm in the same boat as you there i had uh, same thing was checking spo2 uh you know i'm runner and triathlete i, I my O2 is pretty much universally 97 and up almost no matter what I do. Uh, and yeah. it suddenly went to feeling weird and it dropped down to like 89, 90. Whoa. Uh, and then over the course of a That's week or so, just I, I would, I would have called an ambulance better, at that so. point. <laughs> didn't feel bad. Yeah. You know, it just didn't feel great and had no recovery. Didn't want to go running anything like that. Obviously we'd uh, have to, we'd have to sell one of our tools if we called an ambulance in America. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the lathe is more important than I am by a good, good margin. You know, so. I, I keep thinking more and more that for me, it might've just been a, a psychological thing because I, I talked to the lung doctor about it and he said like uh well may, maybe it's just in, in your head something like that 
And I said, <laughs> like, no, uh, it's not in my head. And he said, well, well, if it's unconscious, you wouldn't know, would you? So in my mind. He yeah. has a point. Psychosomatic like is a thing. It's it's like the reverse it, of placebo, but it is as effective. What's like when people yeah, say, that, that, oh, are, are you crazy? Said, basically. You know, how, how would you know? Yeah, why would you be qualified to answer that question? You know, yeah, it's very true. It's very true. <laughs> But yeah. apart from that, everything is fine. At least <laughs> in Germany, uh, yeah, it's almost back to normal, I would say. That's good. Yeah, yeah I think most speak- of the world is. Uh, you know, there's one exception, I think. But. Well, you had some bad luck over there. That's all <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't completely that, I mean, mismanaged or anything. Yeah, yeah. It was just some bad luck. Besides uh, any viruses in there, I guess you guys have seen there's a uh, tor- hurricane on the way, too. So. That'll yep. be, uh, that'll be I assume it's oh, yeah. filled with killer bees or sharks or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to admit, whenever you have a hurricane in the U.S., it's super exciting for me. It's like another Formula One weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, because it's, uh, your news are just so much more interesting than what we have over here. Yeah, don't, don't feel bad. I mean, I think uh, growing up in Florida, it was always like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a hurricane's coming. I'll get to get out of school for a couple of days, play in the mud. Yep. And... Uh, you know, it was always kind of an event, you know, t- talking to one of my cousins, he's like, yeah, you know, you've got to play street football or street hockey or, you know, whatever, you know, cause there are no cars, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like Mad Max for a, for a couple of days. That's Although accurate. It's been, yeah. It's, it's been pa- like, it's been like that for the last few months. So. Right. It'll be like, it'll much. be like that, but with no power and internet. Yeah. So oh. yeah, oh, people, people will good. go crazy. And no, no hurricane party either. That, that That's Ooh. Fun. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. To figure that out. You should download some games that you can play over Wi-Fi from one phone to the other. <laughs> good idea. It's a good idea. Hey, I mean, good I idea. guess you could come over here, Max, for the hurricane, and you know, you could experience it like a true Florida man. If yeah. you, if you felt uh, like that's yeah. No, I come for the holiday to eat some steak and French fries with Parmesan on top. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sounds, nice. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, what have you you guys been working on, like uh, recently? Uh, let's see. Well, I, I've been mostly on the, the business stuff. It's like IoT based devices. So lots and lots of circuit boards, lots of soldering. Uh, I don't know, trying to pull waterlogged parts out of. <laughs> yeah, we're, places, we're two or like three that. of the devices we're working on right now are outdoor products. And in, in Florida, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's a very difficult thing Elec- to do. Electric surfboards. <laughs> yeah no you've got a lot of the same problems there with like you know basically high pressure water and all that um you know if you had about a 150 degree swing in temperature i think you'd uh you'd be in the same category <laughs> yep. Yep. speaking yeah. of electric surfboards did you ever finish yours max Ooh. uh well not yet I, I what's left to do is attach the motor to the fin to the to the mast um and the foil um, do some waterproofing, do some final touches, and I can go on the water. It's just that work has been crazy, and I'm in the caravanning business, and caravanning has been taking up so much in the past years already, and now this year nobody can go abroad, so caravanning is even more crazy, So, hmm. which is nice. I'm making money, but the other thing is I can't make much stuff on YouTube, which I would rather do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about getting my first employee, so... Fantastic. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah that, that's a big step. Um, I'm a bit worried about all this health and safety stuff because obviously I try to be as health and safe, healthy as and safe as I can in the workshop, but yeah. uh, the government might see it differently. So, And working through this stuff is really difficult. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. So the hydrofoil is coming next when I've got time. Awesome. Yeah, that's been on my to-do list for a long time too, and I just haven't haven't jumped in yet. I just want one, you know. Like I, it, it's it's going to be a fun project, and I'm excited to build it. But really, I'm doing it's one of those projects that I just want to have one. <laughs> they look like it's yeah, fun. I'm I'm talking to a lot of people that are building one right now, and and most of them have been doing it for two or three years, and they're all saying like, "Oh boy, I I just want to finish this project." <laughs> Yeah. It's so much stuff. Uh, yeah. The batteries, the waterproofing, the board itself, the propellers. I guess it's no wonder they cost cost thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, know, retail. definitely. And and you also have to consider like um, I might break this thing when uh, I, you know I sell it to a customer and it it might be a total loss. 
So mm-hmm. I have to return that money to him if, if it breaks because I didn't make it waterproof enough, stuff like that. So the risk involved is quite big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Overheating, water, shortcuts, so uh, short circuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But other than that, um, what are we working on? Uh, one of the one of the projects I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna talk about on Physics Anonymous is we're um, building a, a carbon bike. I'm not building it from scratch. It's more of a an assembly oh task, but um, I'm uh, I'm going for a fixed gear, no brakes, bare minimum, uh, a track bike. So I want I want something sub thirteen pounds. Uh, oh, okay. with so a, you're not with making the frame. You're buying the components. Yeah, I'm buying the components, but there, it's going to take some modification. Um, I'm doing a belt drive, uh, so it's not a split belt. So I have to split yeah. the frame, uh, which in a carbon frame is a, kind of a big no-no. So I'm sure I'll get lots of internet hate for that, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to try it and risk my own my own life for it. Yeah. It's, it's not like you can anneal the frame as you're supposed to do with aluminum bikes. Right. Um, we've, we've been doing bike stuff as well. Jeremy has been repairing his bike for his wife, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a kind of a funny story. Um, when we moved to Florida, actually, about the time my son was born, I broke my uh, my mountain bike. It's a full suspension, lots of gears. You know, you know, basically a, a full mountain bike, but it was a little small for me. Well, you know, five years later, six years later, I hadn't fixed it, and so my wife and I go to the bike store and like we'd like a bike. Like, well, we don't really have a lot of those right now. You know, not in the like you know three hundred dollar just go around around town range. So. So what I did, I, I fixed up this bike that had been just in my uh, garage for for years, and you know now my wife gets to ride it, which I'm a little little jealous <laughs> to be honest. But it's uh, it's like you know it's just like a little bit too big for her, but the way I've got it set up now is you know a bit too small for me. So, but looks looks good. So, um, yeah, pretty happy with that. I, I guess you got uh, you're working on a bike too, right, Max? Uh, yeah, my derailleur is like shifting down when I'm applying a lot of torque in low speed. It's uh, shifting down to the lower gear on its own. So, oh, I know yeah, this stuff is complicated. Yeah. I, I, I don't really enjoy working on my bike. I just think they're too complicated. <laughs> they're not like a MacBook or something. They're not sleek. Everything is outside. <laughs> and hey, go to I, go to a belt drive. It's as simple as can be. Yeah, that? that's what I was thinking. Like I should have a belt drive. That would be so much better. But it, it costs like I think a thousand bucks extra for the bike I have. Wow. I mean, Jeez, I, I yeah. enjoy working on the bike. As far as you know, I enjoyed replacing the derailleur or replacing the um, the rear cassette. You know, replacing the wheels, whatever. I, I enjoy all that. It's just like the the tuning, like like the um, the gear shifting. It's always a little bit finicky to get it just right. I mean, you can get it good enough so that it mostly shifts, but beyond that, I guess I just don't have the patience for it or something. <laughs> I uh, quickly see myself signing up for fixing everybody's bike here, but I, I actually really enjoy working on <laughs> bike oh, nice. mechanics and stuff. Uh, I I just finished uh, my carbon bike. Um, really? So Ryan, how many how many bikes oh, do you okay. have? So now Mike needs one as well. Uh, yeah, I actually, well, the funny thing is I ordered mine the same time he ordered his, but yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot more of my components came from China and the shipping right now is horrendous from china yeah now my frame and wheels did come from china too and you know they're i guess like the upper end of the the china stuff uh very happy with them you know i i think they get a lot of bad reputation for that stuff but it's the usual china you get what you pay for oh some stuff is amazing that comes from china 100 percent. yeah i'm looking at his frame right now it's in front of me and it's really fantastic it is really really good how how much are you spending on it altogether what's your Uh, budget i think mine total was around eighteen hundred uh dollars and mine was about half that yeah okay and well, I mean, that's, components. that's reasonable good, for a decent yeah, road bike though yeah. Yeah. It, it it is and especially you know i kind of went and picked and chose every individual component and so i've got you know carbon cranks and carbon wheels and carbon frame and carbon stem oh, wow. and carbon you know <laughs> i think uh the, because the, the weight front... is really critical in florida where you have to climb so many mountains <laughs> uh, no but i do have to put it on top of my car so you know it's <laughs> nice to... we want to do as little exercise for our yeah. exercise as possible i think yeah yeah there, there, there was Drilled holes in all my weights and stuff too. To <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, you know, I was trying to, you know, you're trying to bench two thirty five, and 
you know, it's pretty hard, but then, you know, you put a few, a uh, few holes in it, you know, a few, a few yeah. half inch holes and yeah. all of a sudden yeah. it's a lot easier. They, a lot they still say 45 on the outside. I made sure to leave those numbers. Right. So it's good. Yeah. It still counts. But yeah, there, there was this guy in England uh, a few years ago and he wanted to break the world record in the most uh, miles uh, cycled in a year. And hmm. his regime was going from the northern tip of England to the southern tip every four days for a whole wow. year oh straight. Well, he, he wouldn't actually do that route. It's just the distance that he would have. Yeah. Done. He, he went goodness. around in circles around his area oh, okay. and he had a steel bike because he said, oh, I need reliability. I don't care about the weight. Yeah, I get that. I actually, I rode all of my triathlons on a 40-year-old steel frame Fuji. Uh, and I still own and love that bike, but it's definitely not what I'd call competitive or anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, the lightweight is is fun and it's a it's a cool thing, but it's not yeah. it's it's I mean, yeah, if you if you're really into competition, it's it's a competitive advantage, but if you're looking to get exercised, it's really just bragging rights. There's no yeah. there's no practical yeah. reason to do it. <laughs> I, I would love a carbon bike, I mean. Yeah. Have you oh, have no. you guys watched uh, Ed Pratt on YouTube, the the unicyclist? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a bit Oh, but yeah, special. I mean, you have to be a little <laughs> bit special to decide to unicycle around the world by yourself, right? I, I'm going to be honest. It's the glasses. The glasses. <laughs> get some proper glasses and, and look like. So judgmental. I mean, are you re- yeah, is he really sorry, concerned but... about his appearance? He's riding a unicycle. It's so, just the glasses. Without the glasses, everything <laughs> would be fine. <laughs> well... I thought you wore glasses, Max. Now, you know, let's not let's judge. Well, it's those glasses. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's wearing a spe- very special type. Yeah, you got this guy that has achieved something that no one else in the world has achieved. <laughs> and Max is like, yeah, but the glasses, though. Like, put, put the glasses. <laughs> well, Max we'll make sure to happy. hire Max as a style consultant for our next I'm season. I'm sorry. I know, <laughs> I know so it's gonna... unjust. And he went, he went, I, I recommend his videos to my friends, though. He went around the world on a unicycle. So literally, he went from England to Southeast Asia, then across Australia, which, you know, is a huge distance, <laughs> then through yeah. Australia, then across all of the USA, which was the easy part, I think. And <laughs> yeah, back to England. So yeah, it took him like four years. I'd be really impressed if he, um, if he also, you know, swam across this, you know, was it the, the Bering? What's, what's the body of water between Alaska and the U.S.? You know, if they, he actually, he actually, in Russia. In un- uninterrupted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah the, he hopped ships from National, Geos- National Discovery, uh, National Geographic ships. Oh, did he really? Uh, that was a joke because National Geographic seems to be in that area a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, I, uh, With yeah, the whole I, crab fishing stuff. Oh, yeah, sorry, right. that didn't work. Oh, is that what they're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, National Geographic. So. Are they? I hear they're getting into, into whaling too. How, they how far they've fallen, man. <laughs> 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 you know, so I went. Um, my wife and I, we went to um, southern, southern, southern Canada last last year um, on the west west coast. And man, we, we got to we got to see whales there, and the people taking us out are like, well, you know, they said at one time there were so many whales you could walk across. That was like the, the uh, <laughs> native, I guess na- native native Canadian or whatever you call the people's. You wouldn't call them Native Americans, I guess Native North Americans. But anyway, that's what they said, and they're like, well, you know, they they whaled them, and now they're coming back. And I wanted to ask, I'm like, well, if there's enough whales, can we start? Do you, do you want to start hunting them again? <laughs> but. Yeah, obviously it's much these... worse than what I said about these glasses. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just thought, you know, like like deer, eventually you've got to hunt them if they get to be too much. So if they, but you know, these people didn't want to hear that, so I didn't say it. I don't think but... anyone wants to hear that, Jeremy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I just, I was just curious, you know. I not that I. Anyway. All those Canadian peoples, they were taking pictures of the whales and saying, oh, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. And then the American asked that question. At what point can we start killing them? Is that, is yeah. that soon? Is that, yeah. How well, much just, money do you think I would make with this on the back market? I did not ask that Can you question, make shark but... fin soup out of whales? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask the question, but it, it crossed my mind. I mean, 
<laughs> anyway. Yeah. I mean, once there's literally enough whales to walk across, a, walk across, then yeah, maybe something needs to be done. But before something. then, I think we're okay. <laughs> You'll be the first one we call. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm not killing. I mean... I guess I don't feel like I'm necessarily brave Not enough personally. to do that. But you wouldn't mind investing in a in a stock <laughs> that would <laughs> profit from killing whales. Yeah, it's like buying a short position on uh, Greenpeace or or Tesla, or Tesla, I guess. Or Tesla. Oh, yeah. oh we're going back there, oh, are we? <laughs> well, there are plenty of other electric car makers out there, like VW. That's true. And they actually make a profit. <laughs> Not not right now. Not on, not on their electric cars. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're not selling much yet. So yeah. Well, that's yeah, right. Actually, I, you know, I think it's I think it's the technology of the future. Whether you whether you see it from an environmental perspective or if you just see it from you know a reliability perspective, I mean, it's hard to yeah. think. Okay, a combustion I, engine, you've got all these parts, but an electric yeah. engine. Oh, you know, it's a hundred percent the way to go. And and any oh, any yeah. any car company that thinks that you know electric cars are going to max out at ten or twenty percent market share are crazy. I mean, it, it yeah. will be ninety eight to hundred percent. You know, in thirty. I always years. say it's the same technology that I have in my cordless drill. It's not that complicated. It, it's really simple. You can make it cheaply. Yeah, I think ultimately. Now, Mike and I are polar opposites on what we want out of a car. I think other than fast. Uh, but you know, I'm a great appreciator of everything being mechanical and needing a lot of work on it and, you know, loud and obnoxious and all that sort of stuff. And at the same time, I would recommend an electric car to most people because right now they're getting to be faster, more reliable, less trouble, quieter. You know, I mean, I'm not really sure unless you're a dinosaur like me i, I don't yeah. know and i, I have an appreciation left. for the for the noise i full disclosure i just ordered a performance model three uh, oh, but, and uh, I'll, I'll give everyone on the podcast a ride except max because he hates tesla <laughs> um i i give you one on my, on my four series bmw <laughs> Ooh. oh nice wait which I'll one do you to... have max uh the grand coupe 430 i think it's d or i well, it's not a diesel. No, it's not a diesel. It's the fuel, C- the petrol. Yeah, the I or CI one, I guess. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a... Yesterday, I busted my taillight, and I just looked it up. It's a thousand euros. Which is <laughs> oh, light. my God. Oh, you, you bought yeah. a BMW. Why, so did you get, why did you get such a slow car, Max? Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the zero to 60 times, and I'm, I'm woefully well, it's like disappointed. Six seconds. Oh, yeah, you've got an electric car. <laughs> it's like six seconds or something like that no it's four four point two it's quite i'm sure it's That's quite pretty, good it's pretty good um it's still i mean it would it would get destroyed by a performance model three but i've got a wonderfully ancient 2001 m3 uh oh, with nice. pretty much every An problem M3. that a german could could come up with but the m3 is really <laughs> expensive That's like twice the price of my car well, yeah, they're not they're not bad if you buy an old one though. Uh, you know, thankfully for all BMWs, they depreciate immediately. And then if you uh, <laughs> if you're a guy who likes to work on cars, it works out. For it's you. it's a, it's a lease, so I don't have to care about that. Hey, and, all right, hey, yeah. With, with Texas, it's it's okay. It's manageable because yeah. it's a business expense. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm bringing my parcels to the post office with this car. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you could do it do. too probably i literally <laughs> do yeah and it fits like three of my parcels because they're huge <laughs> and it's a difficult nice. decision because i don't want to get like a vw bus just to drive to the post right. office well you know you get you get a lot more room when you don't have to have a big uh, gas engine in the car yeah that's true i, li- I really <laughs> like the electric smart and the i3 they're both great cars <laughs> Now, mine is the shop truck, the M3. Uh, we drag every, like, it doesn't matter if we're going to pick up sheet metal or a toolbox or something yeah. like that. It goes in right. or on the roof racks. Yeah, Ryan's made, like, custom <laughs> roof racks to yeah. carry stuff. Like, we'll go to the steel shop and get 400 pounds of steel, and it just goes on the roof of the car. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> yep. They, they giggled for months, but I think they're finally over it. Yeah, they're used to it. Well, that's that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess to, to what you guys were saying, you know, my um, one of my neighbors has a Tesla, and he took me for a ride in it, and you know, he presses the gas, gets up to seventy in you know a second or two, and yeah, the <laughs> thing is, there's just something missing when you don't hear the 
you know, all the all the tiny explosions going off over and over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd like to drive explosions, yeah. uh, but I get why a lot of people would veer away from that. Well, I, you know, one one thing that I think is that I settled on that I really like about it is, but I've I've had really loud cars in the past. I own two three thousand GTs with ridiculous exhausts on them, and they <laughs> they were they were moderately quick, but to use that power you had to let everyone around you know that you were doing it, which some people, that's what they're after. But it also, it also sort of causes you not to use it very often, right? Like you got to look around, you got to know the situation you're in. Are you going to get in trouble? Um, You know, are you going to attract the wrong kind of attention in electric car? You just go, you just, you use it whenever you want and nobody notices. I I have to say, I absolutely, I I love the, uh, the experience you have with a Tesla, but I think you will have the exactly same experience if you drive an electric Mercedes or a Porsche or a VW or any other car manufacturer. It's just the electric drive that's amazing. Yeah, and well, I think every you know, from manufacturer a stock needs perspective, to... uh, it's 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 just not a good. How did you pay for your uh, Tesla? Yeah, it's thing? funny. Um, instead of shorting the stock, I bought some and then I Ooh. sold it. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla paid for its own car, man. It's that's, that's you know. really interesting. I mean, yeah, that's, well uh, done. It's like a car, a car that makes itself, from your point of view. <laughs> you know, if, if, if Tesla goes bankrupt in two years' time, I can buy a Ferrari instead. I'll take, oh, go, I'll man. take a bet. You want to take a bet, Max? <laughs> yeah, I, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. And also, all I think all of those electric cars you mentioned, we don't actually get in America. Yeah, uh, some true. of them we do, yeah. But I think what is it? The, the, the ID4 the will come, I think. Yeah, the ID4. No, ID4 is not coming to America. They, oh, okay. they is it announced, not? No, they announced it's not going to come. Yeah. At least not not initially. Now, I have a buddy that he got the, was it the i3? Yeah, uh, the, yeah. the i3 is here and the i8. Yeah, well, he originally bought a Model S and then he got an i3 and then his wife wouldn't let him have the Model S anymore because he, she always drove it. Uh, and then uh, he eventually sold the i3 and bought a Model 3. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, something about it. There you go. Uh, I, I didn't didn't dislike the 3. It was not a pretty car by any means or anything like that, but it did seem like it drove pretty well. Yeah, they're, they're nice cars. But, Speaking you know. of fast and expensive toys, I just got a, I received an email of your, your new Kickstarter project, and it looks oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, cool. Oh, Absolutely good. amazing. That's, yeah, that's yeah, I saw that too. It looks, to looks really pretty. spot on. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that's the, the impression a lot of people get. And, yeah, uh, shut up and yeah. take my money. <laughs> it, it really, awesome. it really does, yeah. does look like nothing you've ever seen before. And it actually, it has a little bit of a Transformers vibe too, so I think that's a... Oh, that's a bonus. Can, can, nice. can I pay you the money right now? <laughs> we'll put you on the short list. Don't that's worry, right. Max. Okay. <laughs> oh, it looks great. Yeah. yeah awesome. Very NASA esque. I think we went through about, I don't know, 25 different prototypes that looked anything from not even kind of like this up to, you know, probably the last five are all in the same family. Yeah. Well, actually, um, you know, I've got a, that, I've got a box of prototype parts and that's one of the things we're going to talk about on, oh, yeah. on the videos. And it's, you see this, you know, the first 10 are just crazy different, you know, trying to experiment ideas. And then we sort of settled on the shape and the design. And then there's like 40 after that, that are just tiny, tiny changes. Mm-hmm. And until you get everything right. Uh, because it, it's yeah. just, and that's the point of why we want to go into that. Because that's that is a journey that I think is so underestimated. You know, people, especially like you look on <laughs> Kickstarter, people will show off this prototype, and they think they're close. And it's like you've probably got a year or two of development ahead of that. You know, depending on your pace and your availability and knowledge and all yeah. that, before you have a product. Uh, and it's just, it's wildly underestimated. It's underestimated with all of our customers when we do contract work that, you know, they think they're like, Hey, we got a working <laughs> thing. Let's go to production. And it was like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, yeah. you've a, got a, fellow, a-, a fellow product design engineer told me whenever he sends out uh, screenshots or renderings, he sends them in the lowest resolution possible <laughs> because otherwise the customers say, Oh, you're already there, aren't you? It's, it's done. done. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, that's actually a problem we've run into a few times with the prototypes that we developed because we've gotten really good at making what looks like finalized products. Yeah. You know, we've got, we have good access to CNC machines. We, we know how to design to, to be 
to be CNC'd anyway, even if it's not a high volume stuff. So the products that we give them, you know, look totally finished. I mean, like some of them literally look like MacBooks, you know, they're, they're machined aluminum anodized, just beautiful pieces of, of equipment, but they're like, you know, you want us to make a thousand? I'm sorry. We can't, no way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get $150 housing on a thing that needs to cost $12, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we may yeah. have to start, start making crappier things so that our customers understand <laughs> that it's not, it's not done. Yeah. I've been well, trying to do my part up. with software, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good goal for the future. We make, make worse products. That's right. That's right. Uh well, well, Max, you want to talk about our progress? What we've been, what we've been working on? Oh well, I, I've been doing a lot of, uh, well, yeah, manufacturing of these drawer slides for the RVs. So um, yeah, I'm getting the steel parts and I assemble them. That's all I do. I assemble, and I made a big uh, vibratory tumbler for the parts because the aluminium, the raw aluminium, if you get fingerprints on them after a few months, the fingerprints will have, you know, really. I don't know, oxidized or the rest of it will have mm -hmm. oxidized. So you can't just wipe them off. Um, you need to sand it off. Um, and the manufacturer that I have, he sends me the parts not deburred. Mm -hmm. And oh, even yeah. if you would deburr them, um, my fingerprints would ruin the parts again because, yeah, they, they kind of edge in. So I build a huge vibratory tumbler. Uh, it's as big as a bathtub, basically, and it actually works. So I'm quite happy with that. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Is, yeah. it, is it pretty noisy? It's super noisy, but it's more tolerable than other things. Like I, I, I can't use a router or a table saw without a headphones, but the tumbler I can. It's not too But bad. I, I put the headphones on just for safety. But yeah, yeah I learned welding a... during that. Yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna have a video on that. I, I'd look oh yeah, to yeah. It will, it will be a video and yeah, some really really bad welding. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> where we all I start. I welded uh, AT20 profiles because I have so many of them. Ooh, yeah. And and people kept telling me, like, why do you weld that stuff? You use these connectors. But uh, yeah, I wanted to practice and I don't want it to vibrate itself loose, which I think it yep. would have by now. Yeah, that's probably true. We, uh, Flux has a vibratory tumbler. It's not a, it's not a super large one, but we, we yeah, bought it. You could buy it at Harbor Freight. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> yeah. And There's it, it no works. shop in Germany where you can buy a tumbler. Oh, wow. Jeez. Well, not a home home use right? Yeah, it's. I guess the one we have is a little bigger than that, but it, it will make a huge difference to the quality of your products. It's yeah. it's you know the the feel of it, even even you know not not talking about the looks, but it it changes the feel of the aluminum drastically, and it's really that's nice. Yeah. Uh, are you going to do it, any it rid of the burrs and uh, no, nothing of that because <laughs> it's not necessary, and you know it's not a knife. It's 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 purely functional what I'm selling. So all I want mm -hmm. to do is get rid of the burr um, and make it rough and uh, yeah, not smooth anymore. So you don't see any more fingerprints or scratches, and it, it works really well. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with that, and it's so simple. Like I, I before I had to sand everything with Scotch Scotch Bright and some sandpaper. Mm -hmm. And now I can just put all the parts in there and they all get tumbled at once. So very good. Oh, Looking nice. forward to seeing yeah. the video. There's very, very cool. little information online about how to build a tumbler. It was all basically guesswork. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I see a lot of like the, the rotating barrel tumblers, but Vibratory is uh, the whole different game. Yeah, I, I built a rotating one, but it was too small for the big parts, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get a barrel, but the barrels here in Europe, they are 100 and 10 centimeters long and my parts are 120 long so <laughs> oh no man so so what about you guys have you guys been working i mean i guess you've been talking about it a little bit but anything in particular you guys you know have been working on these days oh uh, let's see i'm actually rebuilding the cloud chamber right now we'll have a probably a short video on that nice. uh, i think you were with us at maker fair uh last year and yeah, uh, yeah. We let the uh, let the smoke out of a couple of power supplies and things like that. I, I uh, guess I guess I won't be seeing you at Making Fair this year, most likely. Yes. Yeah. Who knows? Doesn't, doesn't look likely right uh, now. We've we've talked to Ian a little bit and everything in between, and and he's somewhere between hopeful and depressed about it. So, you know, I think that's <sighs> kind of how yeah. we're all going with it. Uh, we'll just have to see. It usually be November-ish uh, yeah. if they do it. Yeah. So uh, there's yeah. time. Um, you know, and that kind of goes for pretty much everything that that is far out there. I, I do a volunteer children's organization that 
had to cancel last year or at least, you know, remap how we do everything. And, you know, we're starting up this year's season kind of looking around and going like, well, what do we plan for? Yep. I'm, I'm yeah, curious you know, to it's see not what... lost time. If you use it differently, do some other right. stuff that normally yeah. you wouldn't do. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I agree. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that people are doing virtually. Like I could see some sort of virtual maker fair, um, you know, where people make videos instead of booths. Um, you know, it, it could be interesting. Yeah, find some way to yeah. do some interaction with people too would be the, the yep. big thing. But yep. yeah, so I we finally got rid of the dual power supply in the cloud chamber and are going to a single large one and uh, a more efficient way to cool the top layer of uh, Peltiers and stuff. So it now gets down to about minus 45C uh, pretty immediately. Nice. Wow, that's and, a lot. Uh, yeah. Added a few new atomic sources and yeah ryan's got a whole collection of radioactive material in the house yeah. i'm on every fbi list and then some by now so. nice yeah. well hopefully they'll be Florida listening we'll get a few more uh, subscriber you know a few more yeah. people listening i guess okay. there you go there you go yeah other than that we've been worked work oh, they won't see you because youtube will be blocked on government computers that's, that's right true yeah that's <laughs> ours in particular i think oh, yeah. yep yep we've been we've been working on a lot of um you know manufacturing processes so we're we got an injection mold machine one of these sort of like desktop injection molders oh wow yeah how, how, how much is that roughly it was around 10 grand um wow you know, and there were a couple of different competitors out there you know as a business expense that makes a lot of sense and and uh you know because if you go to china and get a mold made that mold may cost you 10 to 15 grand by itself yeah sure yeah uh, you know, it, it puts all the onus on you to, to complete that. But the advantage is that, you know, especially if you have your own CNC work, you can try it out 10 or 20 times and adjust your design 10 or 20 times, the, which I think is mm -hmm. crucial to, yep. to developing a project yep. uh, instead of, you know, getting it back and going, man, I wish this was just 2% thicker or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, starting I'm sure a lot of people like hear that, that ten ten thousand dollar price tag and go you know who who on earth would would buy one of those right and yeah. it's definitely not like a desktop printer you don't you don't buy it to experiment with and make trinkets out of you mm -hmm. you have to have a business plan that it, that makes sense that you're actually going to get that investment back um because if it's sitting there doing nothing it's not it's it's that tool's not for you yeah but it, it is cool that they make them in that in that size and price point i mean you know before i think there's really two or three on the market of that scale and everything else above that is at least 10 times the price so it there you know there's a market for it it's there's it's slowly coming down it's not particularly easy to use there's a whole science and we're, we're trying to learn and catch up and um the company has been pretty supportive for us and they you know they'll they'll walk us through some stuff we're doing wrong and uh i i think a big barrier to entry on on doing prototype stuff is going to be um, printing the molds uh, with a resin printer. We're experimenting with that right now, or at least inserts for molds, um, because the CNC process, of course, is just slower and um, a, a lot less iterative. Sure. Mm -hmm. And the finish has to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's, that's neat. Sounds like you guys... Sounds like a lot has changed since the last time we came, you guys we had you guys on. It's uh, yeah, yeah a lot I of guess progress. Uh, yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, I, I guess um, as as for me, you know, I'm always working on different projects. Uh, one thing that I mentioned I mentioned like months ago, I think last year actually, was that I was thinking about making a multi-zone time clock. <clears throat> you know, like you'll see like you know up at a bank or something, you'll see you'll see a bunch of clocks arranged that have you know, different times for like New York or San Francisco or Tokyo. Cause that's to really important. Sure. Tokyo, <laughs> where, wherever, wherever is important to you. And I thought about it, making it with four steppers, but then I thought, well, that's going to be really complicated programming wise. And I, I got it, you know, almost set up like hardware, but then just took it apart and decided to make it just, just geared. So basically you've got one gear that has say the East East coast and then one gear that has, you know, the other, the other time zone that you're you're interested in. So, West in my Coast. case, West Coast. Yeah, that's what I was I was thinking. You know, originally I was thinking I could I could do like, you know, like like Germany, England, East Coast, and maybe the Pacific. But um, you know, as it as it turns out, uh, I'm not going to need Germany quite as much as I did did before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about that, Max? <laughs> 
Well, well, yeah. Oh man, that's I didn't expect that right now. Well, basically, uh, two years ago or so, or maybe three years ago, we we started this podcast um, because uh, it was a time to start podcast, basically. And I thought it would be a great uh, a, a companion for the YouTube videos. But recently, I I found out that. Uh, I don't do as much YouTube anymore and I spend most of my time on the podcast basically. So uh, yeah, I figured it, it doesn't really work out for me. So I want to go back to doing more YouTube stuff and less podcasts. So uh, I decided to abandon Jeremy. So, but no, that's, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's something that, you know, obviously takes up time and I'm going to have to make a decision whether, whether cont continue this on or how to, how to, I guess, continue or shut it down or whatever. And, um, yeah, so we want to make sure to make that announcement. Um, you know, I, I guess, I guess kind of on that subject, you know, we've got a few Patreons that support us here and want to make sure to give you guys a shout out right now, you know, Brian Moses, Pat Regan, positive waves, old school DIY, which is at GFC 62. And of course, Steven Booker, who was our first Patreon, you know, thanks. Yeah. Thanks thank so you much. much. And it's been uh, been awesome that you guys have supported us. Um, you know, obviously we don't want to drag you guys along either, but you know, you guys, you know, hopefully we'll see you on on YouTube and maybe this podcast. But I, I really don't know. I'll have to I'll have to figure things out. I've got a few things, you know, a few things I'll have to figure out. So, but I think think most likely this this may be our last one for for a while. So. Anyway, Max, Max specifically wanted to have you guys on, uh, Mike and Ryan, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I, I thought was pretty cool. So you know, we, for... we've, we're honored. Thank you. Because yeah. yeah. you were one of our first and, yeah. and not to mention the very first, this guy, when we interviewed him, he had like a thousand subscribers. Now he's got a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, pe people get the, uh, the creativity, people won't get the creativity podcast bump anymore. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like look at Laura Kampf where she is now or Jimmy the wrestler <laughs> no you know it's true though like look mom no computer you know no talent we we brought him up there on the main stage <laughs> it, is, uh, it is it is pretty amazing I mean I guess I guess we've been I would say we've had little to nothing to do with their success but you know it is pretty cool that we've been able to get some people on that you know I guess yeah. you know we one of us could see okay this guy's or this girl is pretty pretty cool they may be popular and just you know to me it's always about talking to somebody interesting anyway whether no matter how popular they are i, I think yeah we always say we can't cool. talk to our uh, partners uh, about these kind of topics so <laughs> it's good to have a podcast <laughs> for that yeah, well jeremy <laughs> but I, ultimately, I think with it. I, like I yeah said, I, I, I hope I, so too i think you know a lot of good stories get told out of this uh you know i've been obviously listening since you guys first brought it up to us and I hadn't heard of you at that point, but oh, know, thanks so lots much. of interesting content and interesting people. And, so, And Jeremy is the real journalist out here. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's a funny thing, you know, I, like you said, like you alluded to, I, I do write for, you know, hackster.io and you know, some, a bunch of different mm -hmm. places. And, um, but actually doing a podcast, Max, Max kind of brought it up to me and, after, I think after I'd actually featured him somewhere and I was like, I don't know if I could, I could do that. It was, it was kind of a, you know, probably for Max too, but kind of, kind of a big step taking things out of, out of my shell and not shell, but you know, it was, it was a big challenge to see if I could actually do this. And, you know, it was, it was awesome to have a, a partner that could, I could do it with. And, and now we'll see if I can, you know, I guess if I'll, I'll see if I can take that next step or if I want to <laughs> maybe take a break for a while, <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah, or maybe Either there's way, someone we're, out there we're not in listener close. land that wants to uh, jump in on it. And yeah, that's go. true. So, so yeah, if, uh, if you guys have any ideas or want to, you know, I guess, uh, if you guys have any comments or, or if there's someone in listener land that wants to whatever, uh, yeah, again, I don't know, but, uh, you know, email, email me at hi, hi at jeremyscook.com or, since as Max encouraged me to, I think, uh, info at jeremyscook.com. You know, and complaints at jeremyscook.com. I think that's all, <laughs> also registered. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at jeremyscook. So that's it's pretty much my uh, social presence these days. And um, of course, YouTube, Jeremy, Jeremy Cook there as well. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Max, I guess, I guess, like you were saying, we're going to see probably, hopefully, some more of you on YouTube these days. Where can they? More on YouTube. Where can they yeah, find you? I've got you? Four, four videos in the can. I just need to edit them, but it's just work has been crazy, and it's always that decision, you know, make a bit of money on at work or or spend your free time on YouTube and get a few bucks out of it. So, <laughs> as much as I love YouTube, um, it's just it's very competitive. Yeah, that's true. With proper work. So. I, can, I can relate for sure. I guess that's, yeah. You know, you wonder sometimes, it's like, well, I could do YouTube, I could create content, or since I've got like monetary work to do, because, you know, same with you, I work for myself. It's, in fact, it's interesting how many people work for themselves that we've had on. But anyway, it's like, well, I guess I could do some more work for myself and then I could just spin it on advertising or something for YouTube if I was really, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. There you go. When but, I, I tr- we're trying to combine the two right now. Uh, and, and hopefully that's going to be, you know, like the regular pays the bills work is going to be content for the YouTube channel. It's still twice as much work. You know, I mean, every time you have to film what you're doing, it's it yeah. slows the whole process down. But it's not a totally different thing. So, you know, yeah. I feel like it's one, one philosophy or the other. Either, you know, you what you create on YouTube is is a different kind of energy than what you're doing for your day job. Or you try to combine the two in some way if if you can. Not too many NDAs or something. Uh, but definitely if you're doing the same thing twice and, and, uh, not combining your, your day job into it, it could get pretty overwhelming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's always a, a choice. I mean, it, all of us have that choice. It's, you know, working for yourself. Yeah. I feel like when I was working for a different, different, different company making, uh, making sprinklers in my case, um, <laughs> you know, I could, I could do that during the day and then I could right or whatever else at night because it was something different but <laughs> but now you know you work for yourself and i i enjoy you know i very much enjoy it i mean in some ways i i guess i i do almost exactly what i would want to do i mean not really really i'd want to have a lot more money and maybe just maybe just live in Hawaii and surf every day, but you know, realistically. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause Florida is the bad place to live in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We're so, we're so spoiled. I spent money to, sp- I spend money to spend time there. Yeah. Well the, the, you know, the p- appeal of Florida is to be able to go outside and we can't really do that right now. So <laughs> yeah, the, the appeal of Florida is the, the winter, not so right. much. The summer. <laughs> That's, true. Yeah, that's true. But you can go to the beach, right? Yeah, we can. Well, yeah, it depends on the beach, I would say, it, yeah. you know, some of them, people go out there and kind of crowd it up right now. And that's not a particularly safe thing. But uh, I would say if you're a surfer, you can probably find an empty part of the wave to true. go play on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, uh, Jeremy, you you're over surfing? in the Gulf, though. What, what are you doing in the Gulf if you surf? So um, there's there's like <laughs> some very limited places you can surf and actually you know, which with a hurricane on the light way, oh, yeah. you can actually get oh, yeah. some decent waves in. But nice. I feel like maybe I'm a little bit too old to be uh, putting myself out that way, since I've got people that depend on me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just not the peak. You know, you go early and you go late, and you'll you'll probably get yeah. something. Just don't go during the hurricane. You'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't been surfing in a while. I've still got my board in the garage, but uh, you know, like. Although it's a new, it's a new, new day, you know. I got my mountain bike fixed from six years ago, so maybe it's time to, time to break that out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm going on a bike ride uh, tomorrow because I think I got an e-bike, and suddenly uh, going on a bicycle tour is really nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. Can really recommend it. I, I ride. I ride quite a bit. There's a trail like a rails to trails project of, I don't know if you probably don't, maybe you have something like that in Germany, but basically the railroads here, a lot of them got converted to like, like biking trails and stuff because people don't use railroads quite as much anymore. Yeah. We um, just got bike, biking trails just to have biking trails. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, even, even better, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it worked out here. So it's not too bad. Awesome. So, <clears throat> But yeah, uh, I guess before work, work when we, I know we kind of mentioned it, but where can we find you guys, Physics Anonymous? Or, yeah, so I, YouTube, uh, just youtube.com slash Physics Anonymous or physicsanonymous.com. Uh, if you're feeling really lazy, physanon.com will also get you there. 
Uh, I think we're at Physics Anonymous on Instagram. And yep, that's it. And uh, Max, we can we'll find you on YouTube, Max Maker. YouTube, Max Maker. Yep. And on Instagram, Max underscore Maker underscore YouTube. Right. And if if you search for Jeremy S. Cook, you should be able to find me, and maybe Jeremy Cook if if you're if you're feeling lucky. <laughs> yeah well uh well thanks so much for coming on and uh yeah i guess we'll uh we'll see what happens next all right thanks guys yeah thanks for having us all right. yeah thanks for being here <laughs> yeah